Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Put On Waivers Podcast with your host, Dwayne Douglas, on the POW Sports Podcast Network. So whether it's the NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, or even hockey, nah, forget about hockey. Now, for the best in sports talk, come along for the ride with the Put On Waivers Podcast. Here's your host, Dwayne Douglas. Thank you guys for listening and your comments and everything for the week. Definitely appreciate it here. Super Bowl 52, it was a barn burner. It was a back and forth affair between the Eagles and the Patriots. And the Eagles win their first championship and become world champions for the first time. Crazy game. A lot to talk about with this game, and um, it's amazing that, you know, all these points were scored, and we go, and you can go back and forth and all those things like that. Uh, before we start, you know, the, the Put On Waivers podcast is brought to you by Allstate and the insurance office of Veronica Ari Wilson, 860-236-9996. If you need insurance, you got to have insurance. It's illegal to drive without insurance. You definitely give her a call. And she will be more than happy to help you. Also, J. J. Beck Productions, um, great site for if you need any video work, any work with drones. Drones are the new craze now. If you need stuff like that, J. Beck will definitely um, be able to help you with that. If you're looking for more information on that, go to jbeckproductions.com. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast at, on iTunes. Thank you guys for doing that. We also have a text line number as well, too, that we'll be giving out as well. So if you have questions for me, thank you guys for calling last week about the Jets and the Patriots. Um, um, Jets and the Eagles, those calls were appreciated. Um, and now we're going to get right, kind of get into Super Bowl 52 and talk about the situation where the Patriots, you know, favored to win the game. Because you're sitting there, and last week, last week I said, you know, if you figured if they can beat Matt Ryan, if they can beat – um, Russell Wilson, they should be able to beat Nick Foles. That wasn't the case. Um, if they gave an MVP and they said, you know what, hey, you know, we're not, we won't give it to a player this time. We're going to give it to a, actually just give it to a head coach. I would have had no problem with Doug Peterson being the man in that situation. Doug Peterson, his his big cojones, if you will, are kind of the reason why they were able to beat the Patriots in this game. He wasn't scared. He went out there and said, if I'm going to lose, fine. But I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lose by being passive. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to talk the talk like some of these big head coaches do. These coaches talk all this, all this bluster about being tough, being aggressive. We want to fight. We want to do this. We want to do that. Doug Peterson was the one who said, I'm putting my chips in the middle of the table, and I'm going to bet on my team. I'm not, I'm not going to play games. I'm going to bet on my squad 
to come out here in Super Bowl 52. I have the better team. I don't care if I have the backup quarterback. I still have the better team. I'm going to show them, I'm going to show the world that we can do this. And they did it. And they were flawless on offense. Defensively, I don't expect any defense to – you're going to hear me be harder on the Patriot defense than on the Eagles defense because no defense can really contain the Michael Jordan or, you know, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar of, of, this, of the sport in Tom Brady. You can't depend on your defense to stop him. He's going to find a way to squeeze a pass in here to, to, move, to move around the pocket just enough to make plays, to move to move the football when he needs to get up, needs to get points. I mean, let's face it. This game ended on a hail mary that you know, an inch here, or an inch there, could have been caught. And who knows? I'm sure Brady would have gotten the two point conversion and forced overtime. Question: Doug Peterson was the guy who just bet on his squad and said, "I'm going to go for fourth. I'm going to go for fourth and one in my own territory." I'm going to call a double reverse throwback to the quarterback in a, in a critical time, fourth and one at the goal line. You know, Al Michaels and, and, um, and, Chris, and, um, and Chris Collinsworth, I mean, they were kind of shocked that they were going for it. You know, if you play Madden, if they Madden at all, that play, them going for it right there, fourth and one with, you know, about 30, 40 seconds left made all the sense in the world. If they didn't get it, the Patriots, you have the Patriots backed up on the Patriots on their own on that one yard line, and then you have two timeouts, or I believe they even had three timeouts. I'm not, I'm not positive. At that point, they probably had two timeouts because they, I think they took a timeout before the before they called the double reverse play, the Philly special, if you will. Two timeouts. You never know if the Patriots throw a pass there, you're able to get the ball back and try to score again, maybe before half. But they didn't let the Patriots double up. That's one of the big keys to the game. They didn't let the Patriots double up. They were able to double their pleasure, score at the end of the first half, and then come back and score at the beginning of the third half. And boy, was was Foles just ready for the ready for the moment. I mean, he was ready for the moment. He put he put. I mean, Jeff Hostetler the shame. I mean, Jeff Jeff Hostetler's performance against the Bills in that Super Bowl. You can forget about it. Like he just put it. Put it in your in the back mirror. Put it in the back seat because I mean what he did off the rip, just throwing bombs all over the field, really showed that he was able to. He showed that he can handle this pressure. It wasn't. It wasn't. The game wasn't too big for him, and he was able to get the ball to any receiver he wanted to. I mean, it's almost like you know when when he didn't complete a pass, it was just a drop. That's how on point he was. Jay Ajayi was in there. You know, LeGarrette Blunt made some plays. Clement. I mean, I've always been a fan of Darren Sproles, but I think Darren Sproles, his days are numbered when you look at what those, those, um, those, those trio of backs. Clement had a huge run in that game, made some big plays in that game, had a great touchdown catch, no matter what Chris Collins this Congress had to say, he did, a, he did a fantastic job. You got to give the Eagles a lot of credit, man. You know, they were basically underdogs every single game in these playoffs because of Nick Foles. They would have been favored in every game 
probably even money to beat the Patriots if they had Carson Wentz. But that wasn't the case because he he showed up against the Falcons, showed up big time, the Vikings, and then showed up even bigger against the Patriots. Great job by Peterson. Great job by DiFilippo. Great job by uh, Frank Reich because he didn't force him to do to run their offense. The run pass option, all that stuff, is not really the Eagles' offense. That's not the Eagles' offense. But they implemented it because that's what he did well. They were able to adjust on the fly and have a quarterback there ready to take advantage of it. I love what you saw. I love what you saw from them. I mean, I love what you saw from them. I mean, they did a great job in that game, just moving the football at will. I think they punted it only one time. And if you're Brady, you know, he, Brady couldn't do any more. Brady, Brady did everything he could possibly have done to keep the Patriots in that game and help, help the Patriots win that game. But it was Bill Belichick's defense. It was Matt Patricia's defense. That was the embarrassment. That was the joke. He's the genius and couldn't be the backup quarterback in this situation. He's the all-world head coach. Is he the all-world head coach because of number 12? Because that defense isn't talented, and he built that defense. He's the GM. He's the guy in charge of everything. See, some people like to give people like, people like Bill Belichick a pass. You get no passes here. I'm put on waivers. You either show up and do something great or you don't. And what he put together defensively, his defensive game plan, having two weeks to put, having two weeks to prepare for this for this moment, absolutely embarrassing. Can't get worse than what I saw there. One of the most embarrassing displays of defensive football I've ever seen. They, they didn't make one play. Taking a quick break here, and then we'll talk about a guy who could have helped that defense who wasn't able to because of whatever, whatever may or may not have happened during Super Bowl week. How would you feel if you got pulled over for speeding today but you didn't get a ticket. Now that feels good, doesn't it? Well, that's pretty much what it feels like when your computer crashes or gets infected with a nasty virus if you get Carbonite online backup before you have your next computer disaster. With Carbonite, you get a do-over. You get your pictures and your other priceless files back. Computer disasters are inevitable, but for only $59 a year, Carbonite gives you safe, automatic, and unlimited backup for your PC or Mac. Plus, with Carbonite, you get anytime, anywhere access to your backed-up files from any computer or on your smartphone or iPad with a free app. Try Carbonite free for 15 days, plus get two free months with purchase. To get this special offer, click on the Carbonite banner or visit Carbonite.com and use offer code FREETRIAL. That's Carbonite.com, offer code free trial. Or simply click on the Carbonite banner on your screen. Blog Talk Radio.
is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down, and I'd like to take a minute. Put on waivers podcast here. The city of in of Philadelphia is burning. No question about it. Probably still burning. If you've seen some of the videos of um, what those what the people what the people uh, Eagles fans have done to that to that city, flipping over cars, jumping on awnings outside of hotels, um, eating horse poop. Um, and the amount of alcohol that was really um, consumed there must have been crazy. Um, but seeing with people like Kevin Hart and um, Bradley Cooper, some of the hardcore uh, Philadelphia Eagles fans who rep that city all the time, no matter where they are, it's kind of, it was kind of cool. Um, Kevin Hart on NFL Network, if you didn't catch that, um, was pretty hilarious. I tweeted that out um, on Put On Waivers um, on Twitter. If you want to, you want to hit us up on Twitter, it's um, at Put On Waivers. Rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast if you can. So, um, Malcolm Butler, Super Bowl hero a couple of years ago, the right man and in the right spot, Johnny on the spot, if you will, against the Seattle Seahawks, was benched in this game. While the secondary was getting completely torched, He was sitting on the bench. Now you're gonna hear rumors about, you know, hey, he was he was um, what was he? He was late late during the week. He was he was I guess he was ill during the week. He was late during the week. Didn't have a, a really that good of a year this year. You're gonna hear all these little things about you know all that stuff. Like he had a bag of weed, bag of weed in it, a bag of weed or something like that, and in, in, in his hotel room, he got caught with it. So I guess I guess that happened as well. So, sounds like when the when the cops pull pull somebody over and like the Chris Rock the Chris Rock thing, where he says um, they pull somebody over wrongly and they just sprinkle a little crack on them, and it, it, may, it makes it makes everything else go away. That's what it seems like. About 15 minutes we'll have Lance McGraw of um, the NFL World Report to talk about the NFL. Great follow him on Twitter if you want to follow him, but. So Bill Belich- Bill Belichick wants to hold his players to a to a standard that he and Ernie Adams don't hold themselves to. Gotta do everything by the book. Gotta do everything the right way, my way. But when the league set out rules and said, "Stop taking, stop taking, stop taking people's practices, stop doing illegal activity," they said, "Oh, that's okay." We're going to continue to do it. And they did it. They didn't stop doing those things. Go ask Mike Martz, being the Rams in that Super Bowl. Change his life and change the course of careers for the one St. Louis Rams. If you're going to hold somebody to a high standard, you're going to be with a high standard. Interesting how Brady came out today and said he backs Malcolm Butler. He didn't say he backed the head coach. Also today, Matt Patricia yesterday went to Detroit to work with, my, to work with Matt Stafford and run the, and run the Lions. Hopefully his defense looks a lot better than what we saw 
against the Super Bowl, against the Eagles in the Super Bowl, because that was that was atrocious. That was horrible. That was a joke. And then you had Daniels, who was supposed to go work with Andrew Luck, supposed to work for Jim Irsay, to go to go to Indianapolis. He reneged on that deal, came back to New England to be the quote-unquote offensive coordinator. So let's just say Andrew Luck gets healthy. You can't turn that job down. The next 10 years with Luck, opposed to the next three or three or the two or three years with, with Brady, I don't know. With a horrible defensive unit, like they're not going to be able to beat that. They're not going to be able to – if people are not truly incredibly aggressive against that defense – Next year, then these NFL coaches are, are absolute cowards. Spread them out and throw the football down the field. They can't cover. They can't cover. They don't want the, their, their, their defensive unit. You know, maybe you'll take Gilmore off of it. Hightower will come back, but they had no pass rush. A lot of holes on that Patriot defense that I hope the league, if they are watching, they can take advantage of. So the Patriots are going to have to be their normal scoring 30 points a game in order to give themselves a chance to win games next year because they're going to make some moves the Patriots, no question about it. The biggest move and the biggest question everybody has is, is Belichick coming back? Because Belichick wasn't happy that they forced him to trade Jimmy G. And if you notice, he traded Jimmy G to the one team that Tom Brady would probably pay play for with his boyhood team. To throw a little extra burn in there to say, hey, you know what? You're forcing me to trade this guy? I'm not going to trade him to Cleveland for four, for four first-round picks because who knows? Cleveland would have probably did it. I'm going to trade him to a place that he doesn't want to go. Or, or sorry, the place that the only place that that, that you know maybe Brady would would want to go if he wasn't a New England Patriot, his boyhood team, the the team that he grew up loving, the San Francisco 49ers. just so we can see Jimmy play for him, play for that team. Interesting. McDaniel's comes back. Everybody's tw- Twitter's on fire with this right now to see if he's going to come back and be the OC for the Patriots, or is he going to come back and see, or or, or, or is he going to come back and be the and work with Brady for a couple more seasons? Because the organization, the craft company, the craft brass said they got in the way of a football decision by a head coach. Usually they sit back and wait. Usually they they let Bill handle everything. And he just stands there with that nice t- with a nice tan, beautiful silver hair, sitting right next to his son in in the in the booth, jumping up and down. Whether it's Bon Jovi or whoever's sitting next to him, Mark Wahlberg, whichever whichever boss tonight they want to have sitting next to him, and they're cheering and they can just sit back and cheer on. 
But the one move they wouldn't do, keep Brady and keep Garoppolo. They forced Bill Belichick's hand there. And they said, hey, you know what? We're going to make this move. You got to go make this move because we, cause we're riding with Brady. One of the big reasons Belichick chose to go to New England because he didn't want any any owner any owner meddling in his decision making. Belichick does know just Belichick does know what he's doing. In no way whatsoever does he want a owner to come in and and tell him what to do. I think Belichick could have with you with the way Jimmy G has played. My goodness. They could have had a, you know, they could have went from, you know, the, the, the Packers went from Favre to Rodgers. They could have easily went from Brady and terrorized the rest of the NFL for another 20 years, for another 20 years. Interesting to see how that shakes out in, in New England. And if you're the Colts, I mean, who do you go out there and get? I think for me, for my, for my money, I'm going to go out there and go get a young coach. I'm going to go out there and get DiFilippo from Philly. I know he's young, but but I think he I think he has that same the same ability to change the culture and change things around the same way McVay did with the Rams. But if you're if you're a head coach and you're going to Indianapolis, you have to be sure that number 12 is going to be able to play. Because he's the key to everything. He's flying overseas to to see if you know see if he can get help with with it, with all that's that with all that ails him. But if he can't play, you know Jacoby Brissett isn't terrible, but it's a whole it's a kind of a different ball game. Nobody had a brighter career early on, but these injuries and this and this organization who did not cool you know Ryan Gritson did such a terrible job of developing a squad around him, especially an offensive line. Young quarterback, offensive line, running game. Like, I mean, after that, then everything else is gravy, but those are the, that's the criteria you have to have immediately. You get a young quarterback you like, then you start stockpiling offensive linemen, through either through free agency or through the draft. Because those guys, they can't function any any other way. Do we need to put on the tape of David, of David Carr and, and look what he went through when he was in Houston? The impressive dynasty. Eight Super Bowl appearances, five wins. Every game was basically the last play of the game. So no, no dominant performance there. Um, but they got five. Almost tied the almost almost tied the um the Patriot I mean the excuse me the um the Seals with six but couldn't get it done against the Eagles who were just game for. I mean they just had they just had it. I mean they were they were ready to go. Tremendous confidence that that team had in a Super Bowl. Quick break, come back and then put a wrap on a Super Bowl just a little bit, then we'll talk a little bit more talk more football with Lance McGraw of the NFL World Report. We'll be right back.
How would you feel if you got pulled over for speeding today, but you didn't get a ticket? Now, that feels good, doesn't it? Well, that's pretty much what it feels like when your computer crashes or gets infected with a nasty virus if you get Carbonite online backup before you have your next computer disaster. With Carbonite, you get a do-over. You get your pictures and your other priceless files back. Computer disasters are inevitable, but for only $59 a year, Carbonite gives you safe, automatic, and unlimited backup for your PC or Mac. Plus, with Carbonite, you get anytime, anywhere access to your backed-up files from any computer or on your smartphone or iPad with a free app. Try Carbonite free for 15 days, plus get two free months with purchase. To get this special offer, click on the Carbonite banner or visit Carbonite.com and use offer code FREETRIAL. That's Carbonite.com, offer code free trial. Or simply click on the Carbonite banner on your screen. Love Talk. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the screen. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when nickels down. Got a problem, tell me now. Only thing that's on my mind. Put on Waver's podcast. Jay-Z could probably remix that and who's going to burn this town tonight because, I mean, I, shots from Philly. I'm just going through it right now just looking at from the videos. It's pretty crazy. It is pretty crazy. I, I can't – I just can't believe it. I can't believe it. I'm not sure where, like, the angry edge comes from with for, for, from the Philly fans. I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't understand it. Maybe it's just the East Coast thing. Um, but it's just they are just – they are ruthless, man. They're just they're tearing everything down in Philly. Looks like the um, parade's going to be Thursday uh, this week. Recording this podcast on a, on the Tuesday night after the Super Bowl. But you have all oh, you have you have that going on. Um, but the Malcolm Butler situation. I mean, let's not sprinkle crack on it. Like you know, if, if he did if he did do, if he did do those things, put it out there. You know, he's, he's hitting free agency. He's not, I, you know, listen, I don't want Malcolm Butler on my football team. I think there are better corners out in the draft. I wouldn't touch him because he's a Patriot. And when Patriots go somewhere else, they usually don't do what they did for Bill Belichick. Because he will take pieces that are not, don't have great talent and have them overachieve. He'll have some. He'll have. He'll have a couple of big time pieces. Malcolm Brown is a really good defensive lineman. Hightower, and then Stephon Gilmore, McCordy, some some solid pieces there. But for the most part, that defense and the depth on that defense. I mean, some of those corners. If you look at the, the I'm big on the um, Pro Football Focus ratings, and some of those guys were rated, you know, a hundred and. 60 out of 200 corners. I mean, they, they just do not, they just don't, they didn't have the depth to bench Malcolm Butler in a game where they're passing, they're getting passed all, all over. I mean, was, this was Air Coreal. This was a game that, you know, Dan Fouts would have been proud of, probably was proud of, watching these bombs get thrown all over the place to Zach Ertz, to Nelson Aguilar, Torrey Smith, Alshon Jeffries. They were just dominant in this game. How about the wheel route to Clement? Every which way you can get beat, 
they got beat in this game. So, I mean, kind of unbelievable to watch them um, go down go down that way and kind of choosing to go down that way because just like with Brandon Graham, there was one play that had to get made. One play. That's it. One play. If they were able to make one play in this game, they win it. They make one play in that game, they win. And I think Malcolm Brown would have probably Malcolm Butler could have been the difference in that game. Quick break. Got a call on the line. And we'll be right back. Back on the Put On Waivers podcast. We got Lance from the NFL World Report on. We've been kind of going back and forth to try to get on. I know he's chopping at the bit. See, I, I like, I like, I like this, I like this gentleman here because we can disagree on, we could disagree on on Twitter, and it's not like a full out war. Like you know, like we're we're not gonna be, you know. So some folks on Twitter just go crazy when it, when when you disagree. So, Lance, how you doing today? Thanks for joining the Put On Waivers podcast. Oh, uh, thanks a lot, man. Glad to be on, man. How you doing today, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if you're if you sell insurance in Philadelphia, you're probably doing better than me though, because <laughs> everybody everybody's using that insurance right now. Because I mean, they they flipping cars, they jumping on jumping off of um, hotel rooms. I mean, it's crazy out there right now. But they did they got it done. They did the damn thing. It was good to see a head coach, and, and you spoke about it in some of your, in some of the tweets that you had. Um, good to see a head coach who wasn't scared of Belichick. They just they just went after him the whole game. And that was kind of good to see, and it made for a really good Super Bowl. Yeah, actually, it, it was it was a really good Super Bowl. I, obviously, I didn't have a dog in a fight, um, but I have to say, uh, um, Eagles coach he he in that game, not that he's a better coach than uh, Belichick, but he out coached Belichick uh, in that game. And it's, and it's funny, I was talking to uh, one of my friends. Uh, he's a Cowboy fan, and um, you know, as great as Bill Belichick is. Um, we and no one can deny uh, the success that he had with the uh, Patriots. But when when coaching is equal, when the coaches coaching cancels each other out, it comes down to talent. And the Eagles were just a better, a, a more talented team than the new than the New England Patriots. And I think this time, I think uh, Belichick he gave away uh, too many players, uh, Chandler Jones, and uh, people that probably could have uh, even a Coney Ealy that probably could have had a. Uh, effect on the game. I could have closed the game. I think he uh, relied too much on the scheme, and in my opinion, got a little, uh, a, a little too cocky and uh, relied too much on his uh, his scheme, opposed to uh, like Al Davis used to always say, you know, uh, players winning games. He 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 just need more talent on that defense. But hey, props to the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. They 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 played a wonderful game. They had a well coached uh, game, and they deserved it. They definitely deserved it. I, I, I tell you, I mean, I, I just love, I love the aggressiveness. I love how they just went bombs away 
um, all day. I mean, I, I was I was saying before, like Dan Fouts would have Dan Fouts probably cried watching this game, watching all these balls get thrown all over the place. Um, Al mm-hmm. Davis would love this game. They're throwing throwing bombs all over the place. I mean, the the screen, the the um, my favorite pass was definitely the the wheel route to Clement. He just, I I think um, I, I love, I've always been a big fan of Darren Sproles, but he's definitely going to be on his way out as far as that goes. Yeah. Clement yeah. has kind of shown that. Um, could kind of break away from the Super Bowl just for a little bit. Alex mm-hmm. Smith deal from Kansas City. Goes to Kansas City. Been a solid, solid winning quarterback at Kansas City. This this year playoff, this year the playoff definitely was not his fault in any way whatsoever. It was his head coach's fault um, mm-hmm. in that game. I don't know how I don't know how you have a two score lead and, and not hand it off to the league's leading rusher. But talk about the deal the deal with him going to um, Washington and maybe Kirk Cousins going to Minnesota or going to Denver, which fit do you think is a better fit? Uh, well, well, as far as Alex Smith, um, uh, he, he's definitely grown as a quarterback, um, and I, he played really well with Kansas City. It definitely wasn't his fault. Um, but I think he's um, uh, he, he's been hit with the, uh, the game manager uh, t- tag, and this year he kind of broke out of it, uh, but I think it still carries him, uh, stays with him. Um, and there are some plays that I believe that he still can't make. I'm anxious to see what uh, uh, Pat Mahomes do, does with, um, with with the Chiefs. Um, but I, as far as him going to uh, Washington Redskins, well, I'm glad he's out the AFC West because uh, he he actually kills my Raiders. You know, um, but you know, I don't think he's an upgrade at for uh, for uh, Kirk Cousins with the Redskins. But we'll see how everything goes. You know. Uh, sometimes when a team believes in you, you know, you play a, a little bit better, you know, feel more confident, you feel wanted. So we have to see how he does with the Redskins. Um, but it, that loss uh, in the playoffs it def- definitely wasn't his fault. I think Andy Reid has a little bit of uh, – uh, actually a lot of bit of Marty Schottenheimer in, in him. He does well in the regular season, but he just can't get over the hump. But I, don't, I have no idea what it is, you know. Um, but, but that definitely wasn't Alex Smith's fault. And as far as uh, Kirk Cousins going to uh, Minnesota, I haven't heard that one yet. Um, I think uh, that would be kind of scary. Uh, actually, I, I think it I, – I personally think a good fit for him would be Jacksonville. Um, I think that would really be scary, you know, um, that will put probably Jacksonville over the top. But uh, as far as him going to Minnesota, I think that would be a good fit as well. They have a good defense, good running game. Uh, it, it, I think, think it will be an upgrade. That will definitely be a good fit for him as well. I think um... – and Lance, if you want to just tell the people your website and tell people their um your Twitter handle so they can follow you as well. Oh, absolutely. Thanks a lot. Real yes, quick. uh is is uh Raider GM uh seventy five and uh in my mind I'm the GM of the Raiders, uh and, and of course seventy five is my favorite football player of all time, Howie Long. And so uh that's my blog site, Raider GM seventy five that's my Twitter handle and you can uh, follow my blog. All right, there you go. Um, I'll make sure, make sure people can find you the same way I found you. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think, I mean, I think Cousins, I, I know the Jets are going to back up the Brinks truck for him. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens there. You know, I was listening to an interview with um, Jason Lockett for CBS Sports, and he said something that was interesting about the Broncos is, to be honest, you know, they don't have a, they don't have a big-time kind of personality at head coach. And they are a they, – they don't have – ascending talent on their team. They have descending talent on their team. You know, when you mm. really look at don't have a big-time tight end, don't have two wide receivers uh, who are big-time anymore. They, I mean, Sanders and, 
uh, and Thomas are okay, but they're not they're not dominant. The running game is just okay. So I I think the best move for him to go to uh, would be to me with with all money being, if all the money is equal or close, I would say Minnesota or like you said, you mentioned Jacksonville would probably be um, a really good um, buy for him. Uh, you mentioned the Raiders. Um, off season, um, Gruden is is not gonna, you know, is that famous video of him saying, "I'm not a real patient guy here," mm-hmm. and he won't be patient. <laughs> he won't be patient when it comes to trimming his roster. Um, David Emerson is the first Raider to feel the to feel the um, feel Chucky's um, um, his, his his skills as far mm-hmm. as cutting the cutting teams, letting people go. Um, thoughts on Emerson uh, moving on, and, and and who do you think is going to be the next the next Raider to fall at the hands of Chucky? Um, well, uh, Amerson, uh, he had a good first year with us uh, when we picked him up, uh, but then he was uh, always hurt. He, he was a little inconsistent, and so uh, and plus, I, I believe they had to pay him a certain, I believe, a six million or something if he would have stayed on the team uh, in, in a couple of days. And so, uh, the writing was on the wall for him. Um, so, I'm kind of glad to see him him go. Uh, I think Sean Smith. Uh, I think he's going to be on his way out. Um, uh, far as beast mode, you know. Uh, I actually I'm gonna do a blog pretty soon on that and his and uh Derek Carr and what I think uh and, and John Green what I think is gonna happen with that situation. Uh but I think uh Sean Smith he may be the next one to go. Um I, I don't see them paying him uh, what, what is it like six, seven million, whatever uh they owe uh that he's gonna be getting this year. I think Smith, he's gonna be gone. If Sean Smith took a said, Okay, listen, I wanna stay I wanna stay mm-hmm. in California. I got I got family in California. He has a legal issue he has to handle in in, in LA, we know about that. If he said, "I'll take a huge pay cut just to stay," is he worth staying, or has, or is the skills and his lack of speed just not worth it to keep to keep on well, the Raiders? I hate to say this, but I, I just don't like him anymore. I mean, I just, I mean, I wasn't, I was never I a big fan of his coming coming out of college. You know, uh, I believe Bill Parcells drafted him, if I'm not mistaken. I think he came out of Utah, uh, but he's he not uh, never really locates the ball really well. Uh, not a speed guy, and um, if he agrees to a pay cut, you, uh, I think this year, uh, this, this is how, this is what I think. I think you have to make decisions on your team uh, based on free agency and based on the draft. I think this year is really deep when it comes to defensive backs. Uh, I think we can get another defensive back in the draft. You look at even the Eagles, they got Rasul Douglas, actually from my hometown. They got him in the, like the third round. And so this year is even deeper as far as cornerbacks. I think you can find a replacement for him. In my opinion, I just think they need to move on from uh, uh, from Sean Smith. And, and it depends also what kind of defense. Uh, I haven't uh, really studied Paul Gunther's defense uh, in depth. Um, but if he fits their scheme, I, you know, I, I guess they can keep him around if you take a significant pay cut. Uh, but I, I think I'm ready to move on for him and start new. I, 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 and that's fine. I can respect that. If you, if you want to – I mean, definitely. If you look, if you look at that, if you look at the defense um, that the Vikings play, you know, mm-hmm. Zimmer was Zimmer, Zimmer was Zimmer, Zimmer and um, Gunther play kind of similar, kind of similar defense. Right. You mentioned um, Lynch. Do you want him back? I mean, I know, I, I know a guy that a lot of people are tweeting about um, McKinnon, the back from um, from mm-hmm. Minnesota. He wants to be. He mm-hmm. wants. He, he wants the writings on the wall. They have Murray, and they also have. Um, the other running back um, there as well. So um, Cook. So you, would he be a guy that you think um, would would fit with would, would fit with the Raiders? 
Actually, the person, the running back, I think that'll be perfect for the uh, for a John Gruden system. Kind of reminds me of a Charlie Garner uh, type back would be Isaiah Crowell. You know, I think uh, he he can do uh, catch out of the backfield, explosive. He plays bigger than his his size. I think he'd be a and he's still young. I think he'd be a perfect fit for what John Gruden wants to do. Of course, you know uh, he'll probably still get a bigger back, like kind of like that with uh, Wheatley. Um, but far as John Lynch, uh, not my John Lynch, uh, Marshall Lynch. Here's the thing. I think Marshall Lynch, his style is the perfect back for what John Gruden likes to do. Pound the rock. Uh, he can catch out of back, out of the backfield. He's very tough, very physical. Uh, here's my only issue. And I, and last year, this is a preview of what I'm, something I'm going to put in my blog, but last year everyone was excited about uh, John Lynch. I mean, Marshall Lynch, I'm sorry. And now, um, and I thought, and even me, I thought he was going to do really well. And he did okay. A lot of it had to do with the coaching. But I think his chemistry, uh, I mean, what he brought, he kind of destroyed the chemistry, had a factor in destroying the chemistry. He has a big personality, and from what I can hear, from what I read, uh, the team kind of gravitated towards him. And I think when you have a young quarterback uh, like a Derek Carr, he has to be the uh, leader of that team. And uh, sort of like when uh, Peyton Manning, when he, uh, Marshall, Marshall, Marshall Falk was there before he got there, they traded Marshall Falk, and Peyton Manning became the full mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, a leader, and also I can kind of compare it to uh, more so to the Giants when uh, Jeremy Shockey and Tiki Barber were there, and uh, Eli Manning came. They were undermine Eli Manning a little, and uh, uh, he he couldn't. Um, and they he he wasn't looked to as the sole leader. Once they got rid of Shockey, once they got rid of Tiki Barber, they won the Super Bowl the next year. And I think with Marshawn Lynch, I think he kind of undermines. Uh, Derek Carr, I think they probably have an okay relationship, but he, uh, Lynch has kind of an abrasive. Oh, let's, he, he's from the hood. I'm from the hood, so I, I can say this. But he has an, a kind of an abrasive personality. People that love know him, love him, you know. But I think it can be kind of taken the wrong way uh, by some people, and I think that he has to move on in order for Derek Carr to fully uh, 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 grow as a leader. And also, when you look at um, uh, John Gruden's history, think about with Keyshawn Johnson. Uh, they they clashed and he had to uh, deactivate Keyshawn Johnson for a couple games. Uh, I think the last year there, and so John Gruden's not going to really uh, put put up with a lot of the antics that Marshawn Lynch does. I don't think, you know, um, but I could be wrong. You know, they make the workings out, but I don't think that mm-hmm. um, you know that that's going to happen. And if you look at and I try to look at uh, what people say without saying it, uh, John um, uh, Marshawn Lynch, he is an Oakland native. And so now John Gruden comes in, and the whole Oakland, uh, the Raider Nation loves John Gruden. He's already saying, you know, Oakland raised me. You know, he can't wait to get a, get to the black hole. If there's any person that has a bigger uh, 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 love, that's loved more in the uh, Raider Nation than Marshall Lynch, is John Gruden. And so he's, in my opinion, I think he's kind of already setting a precedent that so, so that uh, if he has to get rid of uh, Lynch, he can sort of like uh, you remember a couple years ago when the, the Broncos they had. Um, uh, uh, Tim Tebow. He was a phenomenon there. And got, How are we going to get rid of Tim Tebow? He couldn't just cut him, even though he wasn't that good. So what they, they what did they do? They John Elway brought in someone with a bigger personality uh, than Tim Tebow, which was Peyton Manning. So now that paved the way. So I think John Gruden uh, has the luxury of either cutting him or keeping him, but it, I think it's just going to depend on what's going to happen after they meet. But, you know, I think they're going to move on from, in my opinion. Oh, wow. Well, we'll have to wait, we'll have to wait and see. Um, 
one thing I have I have been peeking out. I've been peeking because I've been peeking at some old some old games from like you know when Gruden was the coach of the Raiders. And mm-hmm. the one thing that I was just like taken back by was how much he uses the how much he passed out of the heavy set with mm-hmm. you know with 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 um, fullbacks and a couple of tight ends. So I know. I know they have um, Jared Cook, but it will also it also you know there are some tight ends out there. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him pick up another tight end to kind of kind of kind of throw kind of kind of kind of kind of do that as well give, to give him to give uh, Derek Carr another um, another option. They they mentioned that hey they're gonna do everything everything in the building is about helping Derek Carr become successful. So we'll see mm-hmm. um, we'll see we'll see what happens there. But um, as far as um, the news today that. Josh McDaniels is not going to be the head, not going to be the head coach of the Colts. Um, Twitter, Twitter. There are moments where Twitter blows up, and and when that happened, Twitter kind of blew up. Do you think that this is a situation where Belichick is being is going to leave, or is this going to be the they're going to stick together one last year, and then he's been promised the Patriot job next year or the year after? <sighs> It's, you know, it's the Patriots, so you never know where they're up to. But something definitely, uh, something had, something went down. I don't know, uh, but it sounds like um, that like they probably offered him to uh, be uh, Bel- Belichick's replacement, whether this year, next year, year, you know, within two years or so. Um, I can't see him. And from what I what they were just reporting, he was going to get about eight or nine million. Uh, so in order to turn that kind of money down. He had to get offered something from the Patriots. Um, oh yeah. So so um, I saw yeah. I think I think they offered this one. Of course, they're not going to come out and say it because of the Rooney Rule. You know, uh, you know, because you can't just offer him the position or promise him a position without, you know, uh, interviewing any minority coaches. You know, but um, you know, I think it, it was probably under the table deal. You know, I, I think they we will see. Time will tell. But I think that's what's, that's what's going to uh, happen. Yeah, we'll see what happens with there. Listen. Lance, thanks for joining us. Um, one last time, your website and your Twitter handle, so for so our listeners can um, reach reach out to you. Yeah, thank you, uh, uh, Raider GM uh, seventy five uh, at, at Twitter. So uh, please follow my blog, and I'll be doing not just the Raiders, but uh, all a lot of other teams in the NFL and other topics. So uh, thank you for having me on. Really enjoyed it. All right, man. Take care, brother. Thank you, man. Thanks to Lance McGraw, the NFL World Report. Hit him up. Good guy to listen to. Very thoughtful um, articles on his website, talking about the Raiders and just all, all kind of other stuff with the NFL, not, not just Raiders stuff. Great. Um, did a great piece a couple of weeks ago on Bill Polian and whether or not he's a Hall of Fame 
general manager. So you want to check that out. Um, and check them out on Twitter. Put on waivers podcast brought to you by Allstate and the insurance offices of Veronica Ari Wilson, 860-236-9996 and Jay Beck Productions. For any needs you have for you know, video editing or for photo or photo, photo photography, um, aerial photography, the work with the drones that everybody's, you know, going crazy for. You can't afford a drone. You probably can afford his, his, his production work. Let, let the professionals do it. Don't fly a drone into somebody's house or somebody's window. Let Jay production, let Jay Beck productions handle that for you. You know, um, and the season's over. We move on to the draft, the combine, all the other stuff, and all that stuff is kind of fun. And you get you get the you get all those um, those mock drafts by everybody. We'll, we'll probably do one on putonwaivers dot com, which is, which which is always fun. But um, the soap opera in New England is probably going to be one of the best things to watch for. You get, you 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 just can't wait for it to kind of unfold in front of your eyes to see what happens. But um, it, interesting to see. What's going, what's going on there. And if you're the Colts, I'm interested to see where the Colts go from here. You know, the Colts are really, I mean, that's, that's a tough situation for the Colts to be in. You wait for a guy after the Super Bowl, and then he totally reneges on the deal and says, no, I'm not going to go there. There isn't a shortage of quality candidates. There are a lot of quality candidates still there. But when you wait as long as you wait, one of the most difficult things to do now for any head coach who takes over for the Colts is to assemble a really good staff. Could you not have a quality staff on a football field, a football team when you don't have like when you have a quarterback like Andrew Luck. That's how we got to this point with Andrew Luck right now, where he's flying over his seas to get help. Where do they go for for their new head coach? I would I would probably go for um DeFilippo. Probably would go in that route and just say, Hey, you know what? Let me get a young guy, young aggressive young guy who's going to be a head coach either next year or the year before or, or the year after that and take it from there. Now, it's a big move for somebody like Josh McDaniels. He, he's a, he has a huge family, a lot of kids, a lot, a lot of kids um, involved here and moving them from, you know, from New England to Indianapolis. Not a terrible move. He's not going all the way to, you know, Seattle, but it's still, it's still a big move for a family. And if he can, if they could, they're going to up his salary to where he's almost getting head coach type type money. Why wouldn't you just keep him, keep him where he is? If Kraft can keep him there, keep him there. If he's going to be the next, you know, coach in waiting, better make sure you interview a minority candidate. It is Black History Month. Just a reminder. You don't want to get slapped with losing a first-round pick or something like that. But if McDaniels is going to be quietly groomed to be the next head coach of the Patriots, 
this year or the year after that. You got to make sure that, you know, things stay in order if Brady's going to continue to play. I don't know if Brady's going to continue to play. So he's coming back. He'll probably be back next year. The year after that, are we depending on a 41-year-old quarterback, a 42-year-old quarterback? I know he played great in the Super Bowl. I know how good he played. Don't get me wrong. I understand how good he played. But let's be real on one thing. When Peyton Manning started playing poorly, it just he just fell off the map. He just fell off the cliff. He just fell off. He just absolutely fell off. And that's what happens. All of a sudden, you just wake up and you can't do it anymore. You can work out with the guru all you want. You can eat all the special ice cream and pajamas. And my, my, my room at nighttime is not going to protect you. When somebody when somebody comes out and ends your career, I mean, how many you know? Even his even his wife has talked about how many um, concussions he's 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 had. Amazing how those concussions never ended up on the injury report for the Patriots, though. But the Colts, where do they go for a new head coach? That's going to be the biggest, you know, the biggest thing. You know, on the Colts website, they made a, you know, they made a um, statement about, you know, Josh McDaniels is not going to be the new head coach. Where are they going to make a statement about whether or not Andrew Luck is going to play next year? Is he really, is he done? Is Jacoby Brissett the future of the Indianapolis Colts? And that's a that's a big deal. But can the Patriots and that embarrassing defense become at least serviceable? So when Brady throws for for, for scores thirty points and throws for six hundred yards in the game, they can actually win it this time. Because maybe teams aren't as smart as Doug Peterson or Frank Wright or 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 DiFilippo. But if you keep pushing the ball down the field against them, if you keep, you know, being aggressive against them, you know, you know, maybe that's the way to beat them instead of just trying to be passive and, you know, rely on defense to stop to stop Tom Brady like Doug Marone did against Jacksonville Jaguars. That confirmation for Thursday's podcast by Mike Rolando on, who writes for putonwaivers.com. Talk baseball, football, all that stuff like that. Well, it's coming up around the corner, so we have to get we have to get ready for that. Big part of what we do on put on waivers. Very interesting to see what happens in all these in in, in this um, in, in in Indianapolis because Josh McDaniels kind of turned them down. Also, rest in peace. Speaking of the Colts, rest in peace to Edwin Jackson, linebacker for the Colts who lost his life to um, a drunk a drunk driver. You got you, it's it's Uber, Uber Uber and Lyft is everywhere. There's absolutely no reason 
to put the keys in, a, in, in the ignition of a car, turn it and start driving when you have all these options to get home safely. Makes no sense. Makes absolutely no sense. Thanks for joining us here on Put Away With Podcast. We have a lot more. Got a lot more coming up on next podcast. Want to get some of the football stuff out, get some of that Patriot stuff out. And the Eagles are world champs, man. You got to give them credit, man. Always started with Karis, would end it with Drake. See you next time, guys. Ever. First name greatest, like a sprained ankle, boy, ain't nothing to play with. Started off local, but thanks to all the haters, I know G4 pilots on a first name basis. In your city, faded off the ground. Nino, she insists she got more class. We know, swimming in the money, come and find me. Nemo, if I was at the club, you know I balled. Chemo, dropped a mixtape, that shit sounded like an album. Who'd have thought a countrywide tour be the outcome? Labels want my name beside an ex like Malcolm. Everybody got a deal, I did it without one. Yeah, nigga, I'm about my business. Killing all these rappers, 